0: Welcome to the Painted Target Podcast. So I spend a lot of time contemplating what the point of all this is when it comes to the things I talk about or write about or the things I talk about with people, especially online. You know, is it self-help? Is it spirituality? What is it? Is it kind of like a poor man's guide to psychology? I ask myself that a lot, like, what is the point of this? And most of the time when I do, someone will send me a message and say, hey, you really helped me out, or whatever it is, and I don't sit on things like that, because that's, you know, you start building an ego, you start thinking you're some kind of guru, and that's the end right there, but it's good to be able to help people, it's good to be able to guide them in the right direction. But the question still remains for anyone that's listening to this podcast, especially, or reading what I write is what's the point. Because we hear things all the time. We hear the Eastern teachings. We hear the old school teachings. Maybe you're religious and you like the Bible. You know, they're all kind of hinting at the same thing, but nobody's saying it. Straight out And when I started reading Back in the day And I started kind of getting on this path I just felt like everybody was hinting Around it But you never knew what the it was And that's what I try to do on here Is take these kind of metaphysical Spiritual Self help whatever they are And kind of Bottle it up so it's easy to understand Because for me I was a slave to my mind. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. With the work that I was in, it was pretty easy to do that. I mean, that was kind of the point of the work is you wanted to think a situation out of existence or overthink it. You know, you have a bunch of uh, plans up on the shelf ready to go. But most of the time, you know Murphy's Law. That stuff didn't happen. It's like they said in that movie Heat, great movie. A plan is just a list of things that don't happen. So you have to plan, but you have to you have to plan with your hands off. It's it's autopilot on a plane or on a boat. You know you're you know where you're heading, but you're not. Your hands are off the wheel. So, you could say all that, but it's not an easy message to get across. You know, it's kind of metaphysical. It's it's If you read stuff by, like, you know, the Buddha, the Buddha, you know, has a Twitter account. Obviously, it's not him, but a lot of his quotes are on there. And sometimes I'll read it, and, you know, it's mind-blowing. Because what he's saying, if you can understand it, would save a lot of people... In their daily existence. I mean, he's saying it right there. He There's a few comments he has where he says something along the lines of, I realized that perception was weak, so I lost interest in it. Something as simple as that quote, and you have to realize what he's saying there, is he realized that something like perception changes with the wind, and it changes with everybody, it can change. You can have a cup of coffee and your whole perception of the day changes. I'm tired. I hate everything. Then you have coffee and boom, everything's good. So perception itself or opinions or concepts are pretty weak because they just change and they move all over the place and they're, they're, they're not solid things. They're not even real in the sense of you can you know touch it if you want to look at it like that. So his view was essentially he hit a point. Where once he realized that, you know, at his core, really contemplated that, he didn't care. So I won't go into the whole, you know, idea of sitting in a cave and doing nothing. What are we supposed to do? Blah, blah, blah. It's not about that. It's about take the pieces of data that these people put out, the people that you could call, I mean, I don't like these titles, but sages, you know, enlightened and use it to your advantage because, you know, you've got me sitting up here on a mountain doing a podcast, you know, it's, this isn't something I would have predicted, but you could take what I've learned and use it to your advantage. That's what we're in nowadays. You know, 2019 is kind of like a dumpster fire, but it, there's so much technology, there's so much information out there that if you could sift through the garbage heap of it, you can gain something from it. So that's that's the point of looking at these other people and reading their things and doing this. So the question really though on like a subjective personal lever, level is what is the point of the quote-unquote inner work? Like, why, how come every book you read, I mean, it can be the Bible, it can be, what was that, the, um. it can be, you know, uh, text, you know, from the East, Um. it can be hermetics, it can be alchemy, it can be, you know, something like um, the Nag Hammadi text, you know, all these things that they found, and one thing that consistently pops up is go within that's what people say and once again that's a pretty broad I mean what does that even mean go within you know like it's it. you know you think it's the cave and doing nothing with your life and not being successful but really what they mean by go within is you have to be able to essentially ask the hard questions. You, you have to it means nothing more than asking why you do what you do and then go farther than that. Why are you asking those questions? So it's you want to break it down farther. It's why do you react the way you do to situations? What, how come you know, you could go to the gym and see somebody, Doing things wrong and be pissed off for me, you know, once I became a personal trainer, I, I look at things differently in the gym so I can quickly say, you know, if I'm doing that, it's because I have training in that I'm in good shape myself, I take it very seriously. So that's why it's happening. You can say, wow, big deal. You know, that's quite the revelation The idea is knowing it because most people just, you know, it's a stupid example, but if they get pissed at someone, let's say in the gym or in a social setting, they don't know why they are. They get pissed, they react, they stick themselves in a box and they become basically become a child because until the external situation changes for them, they're just pissed off. So to me, that is the definition of not being in control. You there is a such thing as real control but it's not what people think so that's that's why you have to ask the question so you're basically becoming kind of like a master analyzer of your own state you know why are you this why are you that why are you acting the way you do and then one thing that you know the spiritual community hates but I don't consider myself part of that at all is you could break it down to a very simple level and say, what do you gain by doing those things? So you're asking the hard question questions, why you do what you do, why you react the way you do, why some things piss you off, some things don't. Why are you annoyed that you have to go to do something on the weekend or weekday or whatever? How do you feel at your job? Do you really like the job? You know, so the beauty of asking these questions and this is, this is extremely important and it's not talked about, I feel like anywhere is if you're in a job and a lot of people are going to hate this, if you're in a job and you hate the job. And you're going day by day and you're programmed in this job. You're just in a program. You wake up. It's like these stupid commercials. If I don't have my cup of coffee on my morning, I can't start my day. You know, it's children. It's little children grabbing at stuff. It's ridiculous if you listen to the words that are used from people. But you could be like that all day. You could go to a job that you hate. But you have to know why, and that's why you ask the questions. I know people that are in jobs where they make good money, they're in a good position, they have every single material thing they'd ever want, but they don't necessarily like the job. So you could say, which is an easy thing to find, especially on social media, you know, they're robots, they're just a slave to their job, they're, you know, whatever words you want to use, they're, they're just, they're, you know, very beta, they're, they're not uh, go, they're not trying to go get what they want, but you have to realize something. Some of these people I know, and this is the important point, will also tell me straight to my face, oh, I know I don't like the job. I know I don't like going there all the time. But I also know, because I've asked the hard questions, that I like the money, or I like what it provides, or I work four days a week, so I get to spend three with my family. So you can argue, hey, these people, they're just just robots, they're sitting in cubicles, but they know why they're sitting in the cubicle. They know why they're doing it. They wake up and get pinged, as I call it. They get hit mentally with, man, what the hell am I doing? They have an answer. So that's the difference. I'm a firm believer, which I think is the real definition of alchemy, that you can make you know, any situation work for you. Not in some hedonistic way, but in the sense of, okay, if I'm at a job and I hate it, but I have to be in it right now for blank, 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 I ask the questions for all these reasons, then that's why I'm here. That's it. That's why I'm doing it so it's not saying don't do what you need to do don't make the effort it's saying know why you're doing exactly what you're doing and in the midst of asking those questions and knowing why you now have gained in a sense a form of real control i mean i'm a firm believer that we have a lot more control than we think we do which i've said many times i've written about many times you know we we have a lot more than we think we have a lot more and we can make situations work for ourselves if we are aware enough to see what the situation really is so the issue would be which is what most people are thinking probably, listen to this, is where's the line to that? You know, you don't want to be complacent. You don't want to be timid. You don't want to say, well, I'll just sit at this shitty job because I can make it mentally work for me. That's force. That's not power. That's not control. That's force, like Hawkins says, Dr. Hawkins, because you're just taking something and pushing it to where you want. And we're not trying to push. We're trying to ask the question, if you wake up every day And you ask the question and you sit down, you take two minutes, no stimulation around you, electronic this or that. And you say, okay, why am I doing this job? Well, I'm doing it, I don't know why, and I hate it. And every time you contemplate, every time you look to the source, all you see is that you hate it, there's your answer. But that doesn't mean you don't show up the next day foreclose your house lose your car whatever that means it up there it is there it is there's the piece of intelligence i need to get me to the next step and that's my second point on this inner work and what the point is so really the point of any self-help inner work bettering yourself or whatever should be to ask the hard questions that's what i've been saying and about why you do what you do, but the other part of this is the truth, so that's another thing that pops up in all these texts is the truth, I don't mean the truth in some metaphysical way necessarily, I mean it in the sense of what is the rock bottom reality to what is going on in your situation right now, So back to the job. I hate my job. I don't want to do it. I don't know why I'm here. Every contemplation that you've done, you sit back, you observe, you're not being emotional. You're just looking at it. What is it? Okay, well, I hate it. All right, that's what keeps coming up. Roger that. We got it. Okay. But the truth of that situation would be, well, is it, let's call it tactically sound to not show up tomorrow, quit tomorrow. I have no money in savings, etc. whatever your situation is. So everything's going to, you know, I'm going to foreclose. Family's not going to eat all these Armageddon things. If that's the truth, if that is the truth, because you don't have backups in place, then the rock bottom foundational truth of your situation is you don't like your job. But it would be smart to stay there now to work angles to get out. That is a truth. And you may say, well, I don't like that because, you know, I don't want to um, show up tomorrow. I don't want to be there. Okay, that's fine. That may be real. You may feel that, but it's not true. Because the truth is you've built something, a house, a family, a this, bills, and all this crap. So now you have to support it. So it's finding the truth in every situation, but finding the truth with your hands off. I'm not telling you to stay in the shitty job. I'm telling you look at the truth and then work your way out. You know, very rarely does a bad situation exist. What we'll call like you can reach out and touch it. So there is trust me, there's plenty of. You know, people in the military, law enforcement and things like this that would tell you, uh, you know, I'm an idiot. But most of our torture, most of our problems come from how we label a situation. And when we label it like that, it becomes real because we can feel it, but it's not true. So you have to look at that truth because truth is brought it's the rock bottom. I mean that's all it is. So we're mostly as I've is my whole you know thesis tortured by our minds, not actually by the situation. So they call leaders the strong silent type. Well why do they do that? Because they know the truth of the situation. they've accepted basically the terms of the situation. They've seen, pretty much all the outcomes and they are okay with all the outcomes. They've seen what they can see, you know, so it goes back to when these teachers and when people say go within, going within means they say, if you go within, you can't be touched. And what they mean is you control your reaction and your reaction controls your mood. So in theory, if you are at that level, whatever happens externally or in life or whatever, you can handle it. It's kind of like there's just a, there's a space there. That's another thing that pops up, this space. There's a space between your reaction and the external situation. So you could go, oh, shit, something bad happens. Oh, man, but there's that space where you're like, okay, wait, wait a minute. I'm not going to feel this yet until I look at it, and then I'll do what I have to do. So the point of the inner work, the self-help, all this stuff, or let's say when you go beyond that, because I don't consider anything I do self-help. I don't necessarily call it spiritual, which it kind of is in some ways, philosophical a little bit, maybe, but it's taking things beyond the self-help. It's saying, okay, the self-help is I want to get better. And then you have to start doing the work. You have to take time to ask yourself what's really going on. And it's funny because you say that to people and I, I, for a while I was helping people pretty much daily. I just opened up an email account and people were messaging me with stuff. And and I mean, I'm nothing special, but all I was doing was pretty much calling them out because the hardest thing to do that is also the easiest thing to do that is also the most powerful thing to do is ask these questions but nobody wants to do it because the minute you sit down and say man I you know I don't feel good today or I'm nervous about something which is human I don't care who you are it's human and you know there's always that little twitch where you're like oh man this is happening because I'm insecure about this or I'm mad about this or I don't want to be around this person or hate my job but the second you go there Most people react and then they feel the pain, they feel the problem, and then they just pull back again. Boom, go back to the booze, go back to the freaking, you know, Instagram, streaming TV, whatever it is. But what they don't know is that if they actually stared at it for more than two seconds, a lot of it would go away. So that's kind of the point is it's like the mind is throwing you warnings to get you to look at it, to get you to handle it, to get you to deal with it, but we don't want to go that far because it hurts. So that's really kind of the point of this. That's the trick is it's asking the hard questions. But then also being able to essentially mentally dissect the situation down to its core within seconds to find the rock bottom truth. I've, I've used this stupid example a million times. You walk outside in the morning. All your tires are flat. So immediately you want to react. Okay, that's normal. Whatever. Who cares? And you're pissed off. I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done that, why'd this happen, I've got an interview today, this figures, blah, 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 but wait, the rock bottom truth, the end, you know, I mean, the reality may be that you're mad, but the rock bottom truth is that those tires are flat and they're not going to get unflat unless you do something, that's the rock bottom truth, That's that's it, so it's not very metaphysical, it's just the truth. So you can sit there and I actually did have that happen to me one day. And I just remember for about 2 seconds it was like what the hell are you kidding me? But the only way I can explain it was I knew what the truth was. So it, I it was like I was just floating above my head and I was like all right, well there's all those feelings, there's all those that anger and whatever, cool, don't care. The only thing that matters now is fixing them. That's it. You could feel it for two seconds, but you better know where it can go if it's left unchecked. So you have to ask the questions and you have to find the rock bottom truth in every situation. And in doing that, I mean, that's what allows you to live a better life. I don't even like using the word better because I think it's a cop out. You're just trying to... Make things just a little more tolerable for the day. But the bottom line is if you can see the truth in these situations, you gain what I would call real control. And that's the point. This episode of the Painted Target podcast was brought to you by Awareness Integrations. Only you care about your problems. The Painted Target is also sponsored by Grave Delay Athletics. Apparel that says I'm going to live well and cheat death.